Hi, friends. Salutations. And welcome to Real Fat People. We are Real Fat People. Talking about fat people on film and on television. Real and real. R-E-E-L. That that distinction must be made. It's a pune, or play on words. Yes, indeed. Uh, I am Sara Azat. I make the Costume Codex videos on YouTube. And I am Ren Krieger, and... I also have a YouTube channel where I talk about Star Trek and other pop culture. And uh, we, today we just wanted to introduce ourselves a little bit and uh, what we're hoping to do with this podcast. Right. Basically, we, uh, we are going to be looking at media with fat people and talking about, you know, the, the ways they are portrayed. Because fat portrayal in uh, visual media has been a mix Let's say, just to be generous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mixed does sort of cover it. There there could be improvements in places. Yes, that's the goal, to try and say where, where improvements can be made. Because we are going to talk about some that are really good representations, some that are not, and some that could be improved. So we we, had, we do have a framework here that we'll introduce in a minute, but uh, first we thought we'd, we'd talk about um, ourselves. Um, like I said, I'm Sara. I make videos. Um, I am a what tends to be called a super fat person. I tend to wear about size 4X. And um, it uh, is a thing that impacts my life, being fat, you know. Um, doctors being doctors. And, you know, I'm, I'm the sort of person who does have to consider the weight-bearing ability of chairs. Um, and uh, yeah, so I, I do uh, live in a fat body. I am uh, Middle Eastern, um, but I am a light-skinned, so I have a privilege from being uh, proximity to whiteness, I guess. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm and I'm currently recording from Canada. And I again am Ren, uh, American, Texan even though you can't tell because I don't have much of an accent. Um, and yes, uh, so I am what would be considered mid-fat. I am 5'4", and I weigh 275 pounds, so I'll let you imagine what that looks like. And uh, basically, you know, I've had, I've, had exp I've had bad experiences as a fat person since, you know, probably middle school. Um... You know, when I go to the doctor, the doctor tells me that if I'd lose my weight, if I'd lose all the weight, I'd solve all my problems. Uh, when I did theater, I would always get put in the back for dance numbers, even though I'm not that bad a dancer. Uh, just, you know, putting all the hot people in front. Missing out on your hotness. I know, right? <laughs> I'm so hot. <laughs> no, actually, I really am hot. It's hot in this room right now. <laughs> But yeah, so um, I've tried to have a sense of humor about it, but uh, it definitely has given me a unique perspective on the world as a fat person. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And we both have uh, experience in education in film. Uh, I am just at the end now of a degree uh, with a, a major in gender studies and a minor in film. And Ren, you studied film production. That's right. Graduated Sam Houston State University. So we have experience being fat. We have experience looking at film. 
Um, and we also, uh, I am a cis woman and you are female presenting, the non-binary. Um, and so we are focusing for this set, we're going to be talking about four films and we're focusing on characters who present as female. Right. Oh, oh we need to mention our pronouns. Um, I go by either she, her, or they, them. I'm not picky. And I, I, as I said, I'm a cis woman. I'm, I use she, I am not bothered by people referring to me as they. Um, it's just more accurate to use she. <laughs> so yeah, that is a little about who we are. Um, and uh, the films that we will be discussing, uh, do you want to go first? Uh, yes. So uh, for this first block, we will be talking about Dumplin', uh, Shallow Hal, uh, What's Eating Gilbert Grape, and Can You Ever Forgive Me? Right. So that's going to be yeah, we are talking about Shallow Hell. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm excited and also nervous because I've only seen Dumplin'. I have not seen any of these others on this, on this list. Uh, I have seen Dumplin'. Uh, I saw Shallow Hell, at least part of it, a long time ago and wasn't impressed. And uh, I, rem- I do remember I saw What's Eating Grape but Grape in 93 and I think I mostly was looking at Johnny Depp. Uh, but I also <laughs> remember that the mother's weight is an important plot point. You will you will notice that all the fat people that we are talking about this at this time, we said that we were discussing um, female characters. We were also focusing in this group on characters who are white. Um, we do at some point want to discuss uh, both male presenting characters and characters of color who are fat. Uh, but we want to focus on um, speaking from experience and the experience that we have is as uh, people who uh, the world treats as white. You know, my situation's a little different, but uh, definitely have closer understanding of, of the white experience than, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Sara is uh, of um, Egyptian descent, is that right? Yes, Egyptian and Scottish. Yeah, and I'm a European mutt. <laughs> so we hope in future to have um, perhaps work with someone who could give us the inside perspective on, um, you know, fatness from a person of color's perspective, uh, fatness from a man's perspective. Uh, but for these four, we are going to focus on um, what is closest to uh, our own experience. Right. You know, that's what they say, right? Yeah. So... We have a list of criteria. Yes, we have a framework of questions. So the the first question, we already discussed where we fit on the fat spectrum. Uh, but just to give you a little more background on what that actually means, um, I'm going to read from Aubrey Gordon's spectacular book here, um, What We Don't Talk About When We Talk About Fat. Small fat size 1x to 2x, or size 18 and lower, are people who find clothes that fit at mainstream store brands and can shop in many stores. Mid-fat people, 2x to 3x, size 20 to 24, um, shop at some mainstream brands, and but mostly in dedicated plus brands or online. There's super fat, size 4x to 5x, um, sizes 26 to 32, 
where the highest sizes at plus size brands um, can often only shop online. And Infinifat, which is size 6X and higher, size 34 and higher, uh, very difficult to find anything that fits even online and often require custom sizing. We use clothing size generally to, um, as it's the most accessible way to sort of judge these things as everyone has to buy clothes and the ways in which fatness interacts with your experience of buying clothes is in many ways the simplest way to put it. But there are other aspects that are different in the different experiences of fatness. Right. Uh, for example, how other aspects of that person's identity intersects with their fatness. For example, I am not just a fat person. I am, as Sara said, an assigned female at birth person, non-binary, uh, part of the LGBTQ community. I am autistic. Uh, and all of those things, I'm from the poverty class, and all of those things are building blocks of my identity and intersect with my fatness in a unique way. So our first question is going to be, where does our fat character fit on the spectrum of fatness? And what other marginalizing aspects are there to their identity? So we can see how that impacts the rest of the questions and generally the representation. Question two, does the film's use of gaze frame the fat female character as a subject of the story or as an object? And how is this established? Uh, so this is a sort of dipping into, you know, Laura Mulvey's uh, gay male gaze theory. Um, basically, the way that the camera looks at a person is, uh, is very important in shaping how the audience will look at a person. Um... For instance, you know, when a when a character steps into the room, does the camera start, you know, at about thigh level and then travel up? That's, you know, a way of conveying to the audience that this is a character that we're supposed to find attractive. You know, and if we, do we look, when two characters are looking at each other, do we see over the shoulder of one of them? Or do we see through their eyes? It's a lot of film stuff that, tells us whose eyes we're supposed to see the story through. Um, and then our third question is, does the fat female character interact with another fat person? And what is the subject of their conversation? Now that's going to sound familiar to anyone who does anything involving film, because that is uh, based on the Bechdel test. We're, we're not reinventing the wheel. We never said we were. <laughs> nope. um, this is just, it's a very good way of... Um, looking at representation, because you look at whether someone represents the entire group in themselves and, al and also whether they, how they interact with other people who are like them. Um, so yeah, we're going to borrow from the Bechdel test for that one. Yeah, I like how you'll watch like something from the 80s, like the Sandlot or, you know, it, which is not from the 80s, but you know what I mean. And there'll be like one like token fat character <laughs> And they're like usually the comic relief. Yeah, or like uh, Willy Wonka. Oof. We may have to do a set where we look. Oh, at... gosh, <laughs> yeah, we may have to do a bunch where we look at just how fat children are represented. And question four: Does the fat female character experience a range of emotions in the film? Is one of those emotions joy? How is that joy expressed? Uh, yeah, because um, a lot of the times fat characters, if they're not being played just for straight comedy, uh, their life is seen as sort of tragic. Um, like, 
y- you know, if, if you're queer, then you probably understand this experience, like, you know, about how every queer story is about having AIDS or something. Um, and it's, it's frustrating, like, uh, you know, being a fat woman, uh, you know, a lot of the times your your storyline basically boils down to, uh, I, I want to find a man, but I can't find a man because I'm fat. And no man will ever love me, so I'm just sad. I'm going to eat chocolate. And... <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, please, get a hold of yourself. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we want to... There is a tendency for trauma dramas, I think, with, uh, with any marginalized group. It's, there's a sort of a... There can be a very voyeuristic exploitation of trauma. Um, and yeah, how do we sort of get away from that? Is we, we look to see if they're actually experiencing a range of emotions. We're actually seeing a person. Yeah. And the fifth and final question is what implicit and explicit messages is the film conveying about fat people? So the thing about stories is they're sort of how we make sense of the world. Um, so... Whether we mean it to or not, any film, any story usually has sort of lessons about the world. And when most of the expected audience is straight-sized people, we have to think about what messages the films that show fat people are saying about how to treat fat people. And are telling are also the lessons that we hear as fat people about, you know, what our lives are worth. And so, yeah, that's an important question to think about. I feel like most stories with fat people are like that one Markiplier meme from TikTok where he's like, you don't want to be like this. This is disgusting. (laughs) I hate this in every way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well, this and this is some of my gender studies training coming in with the culture studies stuff. You know, we'll be looking at biopolitics um, messaging here. you know, about who is compliant and not compliant bodies. And also uh, things about, there's a there's a concept called healthism mm. that's going to come up, I think, repeatedly, which is the idea that health is something that is measurable, something that is controllable, and that is a kind of virtue. Yeah. Like, you see these influencers online who are like, I don't like all this fat positivity. It's promoting an unhealthy lifestyle. Like, how how is me existing in the world promoting an unhealthy lifestyle? <laughs> yeah. Um, so whether or not healthism works in reality, which I don't think it does, uh, the way that it's presented in film, uh, yeah, definitely constructs some ideas about how people are supposed to be. And so we want to deconstruct those ideas. That's right. We're going to tear down the system. Just us and our microphones <laughs> taking on the world. <laughs> well, at least we hope to uh, to make you more discerning viewers of media with that people in it. And maybe, maybe even laugh occasionally. Who knows? <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully we provide some laughs. Um, so, yeah, I think that is... Is there anything else you want to say for our introduction, Ren? Uh, just that I'm happy to be here. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that is, uh, that is what this project is about. So, yeah, we are the real fat people talking about fat, real fat people. (laughs) I think that's our tagline. (laughs) Okay. All right. Adios, amigos. 
Bye. If you like the show, please give us a review. You can also follow us on our YouTube channels. That dude is Ren the Barbarian and the Costume Codex. You can also find us on Twitter at Ren the Barbarian and at Bluestock in Sara. If you'd like to support the show, please consider becoming a patron to either of our YouTube channels.